Welcome to this patient audio guide about gout risk factors and what causes gout. This audio guide is produced by the Global Healthy Living Foundation and is sponsored by Horizon Therapeutics. Maybe you or someone you love suspects you could have gout, or perhaps you've been recently diagnosed with gout, or maybe you've had gout for a while but are concerned that it's getting worse. This audio guide can help you learn more about gout and how it affects your health so you can manage it better and, as importantly, start feeling better. Remember, this is not a substitute for professional medical care. Always talk to your doctor about issues concerning your health and medical condition. In our first audio guide, we learned a lot about symptoms of gout and how gout is diagnosed. Here, we're going to hear from experts about risk factors for gout. Understanding whether or not you have any of these risk factors can help you and your doctors map out the right gout treatment plan. If there's one thing to understand and take away from this audio guide, it's that genetics and family history play a very big role in gout. Here's an overview from Dr. Ted Fields, a rheumatologist and renowned gout expert from the Hospital for Special Surgery in New York City. The cause of gout is essentially always genetic. There are rare cases where people can get lead poisoning and it affects their kidney and it raises the uric acid. But in general, if someone has gout, it's because they have a genetic tendency to either make too much uric acid or not be able to get enough uric acid out in the urine. That causes a lot of confusion with diet because diet does set off gout in a lot of people and it can make things worse. It can make the gout come out sooner in your life. It might come out two years earlier because you drink a lot of alcohol or eat a lot of red meat. But the fact is that you wouldn't get it at all if you didn't have a genetic tendency to gout. Many people may not remember or have heard about a particular family member having gout. It might have been a generation or two behind or a family member that they don't know. Uh, but I would say that most of the patients I see with gout do have somebody in the family with gout. In the last audio guide, we learned that gout is a medical condition where you have high levels of uric acid. Uric acid is a normal waste product in the body. Uric acid crystals build up in the joints, causing that telltale inflammation, redness, and pain. So we've just heard that family history and genetics are a big risk factor for gout. Here's more on some of the other main risk factors. Some of the most common risk factors for gout are kidney problems, uh, people with diabetes have more gout, people who are overweight have more gout, people who take water pills that raise the uric acid level uh, have higher risk of gout, and of course people with a family history have a higher risk. You'll notice that diet wasn't in that list. When you read about gout online, you often hear that it can be caused by a certain diet, by having foods and drinks that are high in purines, which get broken down into uric acid. High purine foods include red meat, alcohol, sugar-sweetened beverages, and other foods, and seafood and shellfish. What experts want everyone to know is that while eating these foods can trigger gout flares, they're rarely the only cause of gout. And treating gout only by making diet changes is usually not enough. There are a lot of misconceptions out there about gout. Uh, one of them is 
to not appreciate the genetic aspect of gout and to blame it all on diet. And that's really wrong because that would make someone think that they don't need other treatment for gout and just think that diet will do it. And we know that in the great majority of cases, that's really not enough. Okay, so let's take a look at some of these other gout risk factors, starting with being overweight. Weight is important in gout. We know that the higher someone's weight, the more likely they are to have a higher uric acid level and higher uric acid level contributes to gout starting sooner and perhaps more, more severe flares. So that if we have somebody who's got gout and they're overweight, we do try to get them to lose weight. That's often not enough. They often still need to consider medication, but weight is a factor with gout and it's important. Weight also goes hand in hand with other chronic conditions that are linked with gout, such as type 2 diabetes and kidney disease. To understand more about the connection between kidney disease and gout, we spoke with a leading kidney expert or nephrologist named Dr. Payam Shikori. One in three patients with chronic kidney disease has gout. Gout is more severe in patients with more kidney disease because uric acid is excreted in your urine by your kidneys, right? So if you have 100% kidney function, you will excrete it better, more efficiently. If you don't, if your kidney disease is impaired, it means that more of this uric acid is gonna stay in your body and accumulate in your joints, causing problem in arthritis. Two other risk factors we need to discuss are gender and age. Gout is typically thought of as an older man's disease, but women do get gout and young adults also get gout. Women absolutely do get gout, they tend to get it later than men. Estrogen seems to be somewhat protective, so most women who get gout get it after the menopause, but they certainly still get it. And young men absolutely get gout. We don't see a lot of very young women, but men in their 20s, even sometimes in their teens, this is something that I've heard a number of times. I'll see a patient who's, say, 35 or 38, and he'll come in with gout, and I'll say, well, when was the first time you ever had anything like this? And they'll say, oh, 10 years ago, but I thought I just broke my toe or I just didn't pay attention to it. And the fact is, if that person had been treated back then, they wouldn't be having gout anymore. One key thing to remember is that even though certain risk factors can increase your odds of having gout, anyone can get it. People think that you have to be overweight or you have to be a man or you have to be older and all of those things are wrong. We see women with gout, we see thin people with gout, we see people with perfect diets, we see young people with gout. So there are a lot of myths. For example, people might think that you have to be a big drinker to get gout, but lots of people that I see with gout haven't had anything to drink at all. They don't drink alcohol at all, and yet they still get gout. It's important that when someone gets something that looks like gout, they get checked, even if they're a woman, even if they're a young man, uh, people can get gout at almost any age and any sex so that uh, people should get checked. Before we wrap up, you might be wondering, so what if there is a history of gout in your family? Or if you have some gout risk factors, can you do anything to reduce that risk? The good news is that you can. So someone who would be considered at higher risk for gout, such as someone with a strong family history, there are things that they can do. 
One would be to try to make sure that their weight is as close to normal for them as possible. That will help to keep the uric acid down a little bit. Uh, you should make sure that your doctor knows about this family history because, for example, if they were treating high blood pressure and they were thinking of using a water pill that might raise the uric acid, they might decide to use something different. Uh, the other issue is to think about your diet. If you do things like limiting red meat, shellfish, limiting high fructose corn syrup, like is in regularly sweetened soft drinks, and limiting alcohol, those are things that can keep your uric acid a little bit lower, and they're generally healthy anyway. So those are the kinds of things I would do if you knew that you were higher risk for gout. Remember, there's nothing shameful about having gout. And you should never blame yourself or your lifestyle. So these myths about gout, especially the one about that you have to t be doing the wrong diet or drinking too much to get gout, has a really unfortunate side effect is that people who get gout may end up blaming themselves for it when the reality is it was just a genetic issue. I think it's really important that people understand the problems with these myths so they don't end up blaming themselves for gout but to understand that this is a genetic issue and they need to deal with it medically. And fortunately, this is a condition that we know how to treat and we can do very well with. Now that's an encouraging note to end on. It's important to recognize that gout is a serious condition, but you have what it takes to deal with this. We'd like to thank Dr. Fields and Dr. Shikori for sharing all of this information about gout risk factors. Keep listening to our audio guides for more about treatment options and the truth about lifestyle changes like diet. For more about what it's like to live with gout, check out the Gout Show podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts or at www.thegoutshow.com. And for more information about managing gout and to join a free worldwide support and advocacy community of gout patients and their families, visit creakyjoints.org, which is a part of the nonprofit Global Healthy Living Foundation.